the sounding joy. He rules the world with truth and grace and makes the nations prove the glories of his righteousness and wonders of his love and wonders of his love and wonders and wonders of Hey! 
To the world, the Lord has come. Would you take a moment and say Merry Christmas to five or six people around? And uh, we're so glad that you're here. So many families, so many friends. Make sure everybody feels welcome this evening. Probably adjusted monitors and things. No? Okay. I don't know. Well, hopefully they get it now. Give them a minute. I think... Uh... Merry Christmas. Good to see you. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. You may be seated. <laughs> That's right. Merry Christmas. So, so good to see everybody together tonight, a festive mood. Uh, we gather together as a church, as family, as friends, and we are grateful for you tonight, and we'll make room for people as they come in. But uh, I want to begin by saying thank you uh, for taking time out of your Christmas to spend it here. Because tonight, we're just going to have candlelights and carols. We're going to read the Christmas story. Uh, it's just a time to pause and reflect. And uh, so tonight, just listen as the words are read from the Christmas story. Sing along as the songs are sung. And uh, just have that moment with God here. Uh, before we go out to eat and open our presents and be with family, uh, make this the moment to connect with Jesus this Christmas I want to make sure everybody has a candle, so if you didn't receive a candle, just raise your hand super high, and, and they'll bring you one, but uh, we're going to use those later, so you can put those aside right now. And uh, we said at the beginning that when, no one was too young or too old to have a candle, but we'll let parents make that decision. So uh, I, might have, I might have overstepped my bounds there as pastor, so, um, but we hope everybody has a candle that wants one. If not, just grab one in the back. But tonight we have a very special night because uh, it's a night that we light the final candle on the Advent wreath. Over the last four weekends, we have lit the candles that represent hope and joy and love and peace. All things that Jesus promised and was promised through the Old Testament prophets before he came. And so Advent has been a season of waiting 
waiting and preparing our hearts for Jesus to come. And tonight, we get to light the Christ candle. Joy to the world, we just sung. The Lord has come. Let earth receive her king. I want to tell you, Jesus is here tonight. And this is our opportunity to pause and reflect. And so I'm going to ask you to stand with me as we pray and we begin. And again, just sing along, meditate, listen to the scriptures. But we're going to begin with a prayer. To all who are weak, in need of courage and strength, come, let us seek the Lord together. For all who are sad, looking for a place of comfort, come, let us turn our faces toward the one who loves us without end. To all who are burdened, searching for a place of rest, come, let us lay our burdens down. For all who are alone, looking for a place of belonging, come, let us join our hearts and our voices. To all who are full of joy, let us worship and sing songs of praise. Come, behold the only true and faithful one. Come, let us adore him, Jesus Christ the Lord.
a newer version of the Emmanuel in more recent years. God with us. Please be seated. Emmanuel means God with us. When time began and the world was shaped, God is with us. When the first stars shone and the waters were gathered to one place, God is with us. When the firstborn fell and walked away, God is with us. Through the darkest of nights and the brightest of days, God is with us. No matter how far you wander or how far you run, God is with us. Through darkness and health, in poverty and wealth, through pain and delight, in bright blindness and sight, through sorrow and joy, yesterday, today, tomorrow. God is with us. Emmanuel, God is with us. To ransom his people and comfort those who mourn, to heal our brokenness and set us free, to separate the clouds of night and shine light in the shadows of death, to bring unity where there is discord and peace where there's war, to direct our paths and to lift us on high, to bring us to the place of overwhelming surrender, dependence, and awe. Oh, come, oh, come, Emmanuel.
This reading is from the book of Micah, chapter 5, verses 2 through 5a in the New Living Translation. But you, O Bethlehem, Ephrathah, are only a small village among all the people of Judah, yet a ruler of Israel, whose origins are in the distant past, will come from you on my behalf. The people of Israel will abandon to the will be abandoned to their enemies until the woman in labor gives birth. Then at last his fellow countrymen will return from exile to their own land, and he will stand to lead his flock with the Lord's strength in the majesty of the name of the Lord his God. Then his people will live there undisturbed, for he will be highly honored around the world, and he will be the source of peace. Came from such a small town, oh little town of Bethlehem. Why don't we stand for the singing of this particular hymn, O Little Town. beautiful and and the words are so powerful so as we do this last verse just kind of drink these these words in and let them minister to your heart
Jesus right now. You may be seated. The next reading is from Matthew, chapter 1, verses 18 through 24. This is how Jesus the Messiah was born. His mother Mary was engaged to be married to Joseph. But before the marriage took place, while she was still a virgin, she became pregnant through the power of the Holy Spirit. Joseph, to whom she was engaged, was a righteous man and did not want to disgrace her publicly. So he decided to break the engagement quietly. As he considered this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream. Joseph, son of David, the angel said, Do not be afraid to take Mary as your wife, for the child within her was conceived by the Holy Spirit, and she will have a son, and you are to name him Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. All of this occurred to fulfill the Lord's message through his prophet. Look, the virgin will conceive a child. She will give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God is with us. When Joseph woke up, he did as the angel of the Lord commanded and took Mary as his wife. God gave his first and his best to us. He sent his son. At this time, we're going to receive our Christmas offering, and I do want to say this as we prepare uh, to receive the offering, that if you are a 
family member or friend that was invited to church tonight, please don't feel any obligation to give whatsoever unless you'd like to give a Christmas offering. You're more than welcome to do that. There was a an envelope in your bulletin. There's also an envelope in front of you and a pen, and you can give uh, that way. Um, but uh, we want to give you an opportunity to give to the one who gave to us. Uh, Christmas is a season of giving, and so uh, we give with cheerful and grateful hearts to the Lord. But again, like I said, please don't feel any obligation to give whatsoever. Uh, we just wanted to give an opportunity for our church family to give, uh, because for some, this is their church service for this week. So uh, we're going to receive our offering. As you prepare that, and uh, again, I know it's a little bit dark in here, but uh, hopefully you can uh, do that uh, with the envelope in front of you. There are bulletins. If you didn't get one when you came in, you can get one as you exit. It just tells everything that's happening at the church. And I want to let everyone know, no matter who you are, that you are always welcome in this place. And we meet on Saturday nights at 5 p.m., and we meet Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. And we have a wonderful time of worshiping the Lord. It's a little less formal than we are tonight. Uh, but we'd encourage you to come and to be a part. You will always feel welcome. And if there's ever anything I can do to serve you, you let me know, because that's what we're called to do. So uh, inside the bulletin, there's, there's a lot of great events coming up, things for children. We have a wonderful children's ministry, youth ministry, so many different things happening at the church. I just want you to know that you are always welcome in this place. I'm going to invite the men and women to come forward, and as they do, let's pray. Lord, we are grateful for the greatest gift ever given, your son. Thank you, God, for your son. Thank you that you gave your first and best to us. We give our first and best to you uh, because, God, we want to honor you. And thank you that uh, you change lives and you touch people here and around the world through our giving. And so, uh, Lord, we give with cheerful and grateful hearts tonight as we remember you this Christmas season. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. <laughs> I wish we were all that enthusiastic. Amen. Rick Stuby is going to perform a, um, an offertory for us, so sit back and listen. Oh. Um. 
Matthew chapter 2, verses 1 through 12. Jesus was born in Bethlehem and in Judea during the reign of King Herod. About that time, some wise men from eastern lands arrived in Jerusalem asking, Where is the newborn king of the Jews? We saw his star as it rose, and we have come to worship him. King Herod was deeply disturbed when he heard this, as was everyone in Jerusalem. He called a meeting of the leading priests and teachers of the religious law and asked, where is the Messiah supposed to be born? In Bethlehem and Judea, they said, for this is what the prophet wrote. And you, O Jerusalem, and the land of Judah, are not least among the ruling cities of Judah. For a ruler will come from you who will be the shepherd for my people Israel. Then Herod called for a private meeting with the wise men, and he learned from them the time when the star first appeared. Then he told them, go to Jerusalem and search carefully for the child. When you find him, come back and tell me so that I can go and worship him too. After this interview, the wise men went their way. And the star they had seen in the east guided them to Jerusalem. It went ahead of them and stopped over the place where the child was. When they saw the star, they were filled with joy. They entered the house and saw the child with his mother, Mary, and they bowed down and worshipped him. Then they opened their treasure chests and gave him gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. When it was time to leave, they returned to their own country by another route, for God had warned them in a dream not to return to Herod. Can we stand as we sing, O come all ye faithful, just as the wise men came to worship, shepherds came to worship, we come to worship. Oh, come, all ye faithful, joy. 
seated. This is one of the choirs of angels, not. <laughs>
It's Charlie Brown completely hopeless. Rat! You've been dumb before, Charlie Brown, but this time you really did it. <laughs> what a treat! I guess you were right, Linus. I shouldn't have picked this little tree. Everything I do turns into a disaster. I guess I really don't know what Christmas is all about. Isn't there anyone who knows what Christmas is all about? Sure, Charlie Brown. I can tell you what Christmas is all about. Lights, please. And there were in the same country shepherds, abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them. And the glory of the Lord shone round about them. And they were sore afraid. And the angel said unto them, Fear not. For behold, I bring you tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And this shall be a sign unto you, you shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God, and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. That's what Christmas is all about, Charlie Brown. Christmas isn't Christmas until you hear it from Linus, that that's what Christmas is all about. I'm going to ask everyone to take out their candles, boys and girls, moms, dads, everyone with us, adults and kids, take out your candle because tonight we celebrate the moment that God brought light into the darkness. A verse in John chapter 8 and verse 12, Jesus says, I am the light of the world. And he goes on to say that if you follow me, you will never walk in darkness. If you have the light of Christ living in you, you will never walk in darkness. I heard a story of a little boy that was in his Christmas musical, and he had one line, and his line was, I am the light of the world. And so he's up there, and it's time for his line, and he completely forgot his line. And his mom was down front, and she's, she's saying, I am the light of the world. I am the light of the world. And the little kid goes, my mom is the light of the world. <laughs> you had one job. You know, you had, you had one. But light is actually beautiful. When you think about light, you can think about a, a beautiful sunrise or a beautiful sunset that is hard to even describe in words because of its colors and its beauty. And we think of Christmas lights and candlelight, and they are beautiful. Even if it's just one candle flickering, it, there's something beautiful about light. We have a family tradition. Leslie's from Kenosha, and you're from, if you're from Kenosha, you probably have heard of Christmas Lane. 
It is a, a, a street that everybody lights up their house in an amazing way. I'm pretty sure you can see it from outer space. I mean, it is just amazing. And that's a tradition because it's so beautiful. We want to go and see the light. The light is beautiful. The light is also helpful because the older I get, my, the, the, my favorite thing about my phone is it has a flashlight. And, and when you're in that dark restaurant and you can't read the, the menu, you know, you just, you turn it on so you can, you can see it. There, young people, you don't understand that. Someday you will. But, but for us old people, that flashlight, that is a great thing because it is super helpful in a lot, of different, uh, a lot of different moments of our life. Light changes everything. They say the invention of the light bulb changed human history forever. Light is important. John goes on in his epistles to say that God is light, and in him there's no darkness at all. So we know that God is light, that light is beautiful, that light is helpful, and we know all these things. And and so then John says, if we walk in the light as he is in the light, that he comes and he forgives all of our sin. See, that's what Christmas is all about. It wasn't just that the world was a dark place and God brought his light in. It's that, that we have sinned and fallen short and find ourselves so far from God. And we needed a Savior. And God said, I will come and be the sacrifice for your sin. I will be the light in your life. And so if we walk in the light as he is in the light, he forgives our sins and he purifies us. That's what John says. See, Jesus didn't stay a baby in a manger. He grew up and he taught us that he was the light. And then he died on a cross for our sin, that we would be forgiven, that we could walk in the light. And then in the Sermon on the Mount, Jesus says that you are the light of the world. So it's not just Jesus saying, I am the light of the world. He then gives you the command, you are the light of the world. No one can hide you when you shine bright for him. And so tonight, I'm going to ask you, in this very quiet moment, as we approach the the Christ candle, and I'll light the first light. And as we light this light, imagine the light of Christ coming into the darkness of your life. And when I walk in the light... As he is in the light, he purifies me from all sin, and that if I follow him, I'll never walk in darkness. What a beautiful promise. But it isn't a promise just for us. We are now called to share that light, and so I share that light with my family. And I share that light with old friends. Jim's not old. I've just known him a long time. So, and with new friends. And they share it with their family and their friends. And I'm going to ask you to stand as we light our candles together tonight because Jesus is the light of the world. But so are you because he's promised that you are the light of the world. Light your candles as we sing Silent Night.
Lord, tonight we remember that on a silent night many, many years ago, light entered our darkness, and you proclaimed that you are the light of the world, that when we walk with you, we will never walk in darkness. God, I pray that we would never walk in darkness, not one person here, not one family here. We would walk in your light, and as we are in your light, you would purify us from all sin. And God, I pray that we would be the light of the world, that we wouldn't hide our light, but that we would share it with everyone we meet. We thank you for this light that will burn bright and forever. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Amen. Would you look around and and see all your family and friends? And you can go ahead and blow them out. And before we go and receive the blessing of the Lord, let's sing one more time. Joy to the world, the Lord has come. Joy to the world, the Lord has come.
Merry Christmas, everyone. We're going to receive the blessing of the Lord, and we're going to encourage you to say Merry Christmas to a bunch of people before you go. If, you, if you'd like to use uh, some of the candlelight or, or uh, Christmas trees to take some family pictures, you can do that. We'll bring the house lights up uh, or the backdrop on the stage or whatever you'd like to use or in the lobby, you can do the same. Um, if some of the kids can help us blow out the candles up here, that'd be awesome. Come up with your mom and dad, and uh, you can do that because we need to blow out all the candles. And then uh, also, we want to give you one more opportunity. We've been doing this the last couple weeks as a church, and uh, we're sponsoring uh, children of prisoners around the world. And it is uh, a very difficult situation that those kids find themselves in. And if you could sponsor a child this Christmas season, we'd love you to do that. Um, it is probably the greatest Christmas gift you can give, and, and I, I know that you'll receive so much more than you'll give, um, but I just encourage you to do that before we go, and then come back and worship with us this weekend, Saturday at 5 and Sunday at 10 a.m. Let's receive the blessing of the Lord this Christmas night. May the Lord bless you and protect you. May the Lord smile on you and be gracious to you. May he show you his favor and give you his peace. May the hope and the love and the joy and the peace of Christ be with you now and forever. Amen. Amen. Merry Christmas, everyone.